because there has been an emergency. To infinity and beyond. I thought my jokes were bad. The force will be with you. Always. We're just like Kevin Bacon. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of Cinemania Live. As always, I am joined by my co-host, Hannah. Hannah, hello. Uh, and we are also joined from the Cinemania World team, Horan Session. We have Kayla. Kayla, hello. Hello. I begged Dwayne to be here today, so love this. <laughs> Jesus. Blowing my phone up. I don't know what's going on. What's up? How's everyone doing? How are you guys doing? Um, how was everyone's weekend and all that good jazz, I guess? Boring. Uh, <laughs> I said boring. Oh. Well, that's what you <laughs> say like really literally every day. I don't do much. I, like ever since coronavirus, <laughs> my life was just paused. She's following so. the rules, Dwayne. Yeah, Dwayne. Like, that's some BS. <laughs> Are you kidding me? The amount of the amount of Uber Eats that Hannah gets is following the rules. Are you kidding? Jesus Listen, Christ. it's no contact delivery. They leave that shit on my my uh, doorstep. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's a mess over here. So, <laughs> why you gotta all air right. my dirty laundry out like that? Damn. Listen, I don't know. <laughs> it's all right. Um, so we are not going to be talking much news today. I mean, there's stuff to talk about, but I wanted to dedicate the entire show to just taking questions. Uh, we'll get into all like news, news heavy tomorrow on the World Show. But today is just Cinemania Live with myself, um, Hannah, and Kayla uh, for today. So before we get into that, um, Kayla, what you been? What you? I feel like you've been on the show, but I feel like uh, but besides that, you've been like it's been missing. Have we and ever had Kayla on the live show? I don't think no, so. No, only Larry. Only Larry, I believe, has only yeah, done Kayla, the live show. Yeah, Kayla. Oh, my God. I don't know how this works. I'm so excited. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I'm just here for the ride. Dwayne did not give me any instructions. I'm just here. Nope. Vibing. Literally, the live show is like just shoot it's the nothing. shit hour. It really is. <laughs> I love that. I mean, I don't know why I haven't been on the show lately, but I've, I've been hitting Dwayne up more because I, I miss you guys a lot. I haven't seen him. I haven't uh, talked to Hannah in months. I know. Like, it's so annoying. <laughs> yeah. I missed you. I did. I missed you too. And oh my God, I love well, I didn't. I haven't watched that much yet of Barry, but like, I didn't know what Barry was about, and it's oh, amazing. Oh, here we go. I don't know. Oh, Listen, I don't know why he has this reaction because Dwayne literally loved Barry too. Really? Yeah. Whatever. Why don't more people talk about Barry like that? It's over. It's canceled. That's <laughs> it. Uh, it's done. Is it really canceled? No, no, no. no. Third season's <laughs> coming. Oh my god, that scared me. It's over. It's canceled. Oh my god, Kayla, when you get to season two, oh my god, I I can't wait. <laughs> I'll let you know. I'm watching it slowly because it's not something I just. It's so good. It's not something I'm just putting on in the background. It's something I want to sit down and watch. So right, mm-hmm. yeah. It's a quick <laughs> watch too, so definitely like enjoy it because it's like eight episodes. The episodes are thirty minutes, and there's only two seasons. So uh, 
That's not enough. I know. I know. <laughs> Listen, Kayla, just don't watch it anymore. I don't know. I know. We're going to feel Hannah's ego. And Bill Hader is also Bill Hader is also hot in it. What the heck? Oh, yeah. Isn't, listen, Barry was like the thing that I watched that made me go, oh, my God, is Bill Hader hot? Yeah, you're right. I see on? it. Is this, right? gay, is this a female gay show? What's going on? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hannah got to me. Kayla literally like added me on Twitter uh, just to tell me that she was watching it and I was like I love that Barry is like just a part of my brand and everyone knows it Barry and it chapter 2 it's true (laughs) this is outrageous I want to restart this damn show (laughs) this is ridiculous Uh, what was I going to say I was going to ask something I forget listen I noticed something with me I have been really bad when it comes to new series I don't know if I'm not caring Mm-hmm. But it's just something I don't I don't know if we haven't gotten something good in a while. But I, I think don't that's know. it, honestly. I don't think there's been something other than like WandaVision that's been like super I guess big or yeah, like kind of know. like everyone is watching. Like I feel like the last time something like when's the last show? Like Game of Thrones and then I think Stranger Things are like were like the only things that people are watching like kinda like communal like like at large maybe the mandalorian Um, season two man i always forget about the mandalorian because the mandalorian is kind of like so i don't know what what what's the word i'm looking for does mandalorian feel weird to you guys yeah i feel like a lot of people watch it but like nobody talks about it after it ends so falcon (laughs) winter soldier shut up (laughs) (laughs) honestly i do think falcon winter soldier will probably be in that kind of like group with the mandalorian it's like Mm -hmm. we watch it we have fun watching it and then once it ends it ends and we'll wait for the next season right um yeah mandalorian has always felt weird to me even with the first season like it 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 seems like it makes noise but then it quiets down really quickly which is exactly what's happening with falcon winter soldier Kayla, are you watching that Falcon and Winter Soldier? I have not started. I know Reina. I know Reina is like Reina is like absolutely not. She's just mm-hmm. she's like your co-host. She's just she's like no. So um, I I'm not I'm not sure what's going. I'll on. I'll get to it, but you know mm-hmm. I haven't really finished Wandavision either because I thought Wandavision was you know it was a great concept, but I think in the end it faltered. So. I understand. It's just WandaVision not, like, definitely did like lose steam. Mm-hmm. I feel like WandaVision's weird because after the first so after episode four, I definitely think no, episode five. After episode five, I definitely think it lost steam. As soon as Evan Peters was introduced, I think that's where the show kind of like went a little downhill because of like the theorizing and just how much people were like, Oh my god, like this show's gonna be like insane, we're gonna have X Men, da da, whatever. So I think it mm-hmm. kind of faltered after uh, Evan Peters was introduced. And then I do think it picked back up after episode eight. I think episode eight and nine are, like, amazing. But in between six and eight, I'm, like, I, I see why people have uh, criticism. Yeah. With WandaVision? Yeah. Yeah. But, guys, yeah. I think I think Succession has a lot of potential to really blow up. Like, I think it's blown I up a little bit. So. but yeah. It, yeah. That is event television, guys. I have it not is. felt that way about, a, like, the end of season two, the last episode. I've not felt that way about television in a long, long time. <laughs> you will, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wholeheartedly think Succession and Barry are the best shows on TV right now. They yeah. are. 
success. I, I've been telling Dwayne to watch Succession. He still hasn't. Ah. But no. you would love it, Dwayne. Oh my nah. God. No. You know, he said I would love something. And then I'm like, oh, okay. Was no. I wrong about Barry? Yes. Talk okay. Lie. I'm going to bring up the show where we literally gushed about it for like an hour straight. <laughs> no, there's no there's no show i don't know what you're talking about Dwayne, you have to watch watch the ses- succession ah. you're like not you're not on the right train because this is right before it's gonna just blow up like a game of thrones type of blow up it it, it will like i promise you it's getting it's going there it has to i fully yeah. believe it will too i don't know what's all this blasphemous everyone's talking about with this succession and stuff <laughs> i don't know Are what you- is, is succession what is that hbo yes i'm not supporting hbo right now what uh, i can't i can't support HBO. what what did hbo do today are you kidding oh wait wait, wait. okay i'm, I'm sorry in my in my mind hbo and warner bros are separate i'm sorry i know it's like but it's like oh i don't get it because then yeah you know you get me all excited for godzilla versus kong and big monkeys and chunky lizards and then, like, something like Today Drops with uh, Ray Fisher and yeah. Joss Whedon on set. Um, you didn't hear about that, Kayla? I did hear about that. I didn't I didn't um, think about – yeah, I didn't think about it as an HBO thing either. But, yeah. yeah. In my mind, it's separate, so that's why I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, But, yeah, it was just some crazy shiz uh, as far as jo- – well, it was like – well, people came out – it was like an article for on Variety. They were saying how – Joss Whedon kind of told Gal Gadot that not to speak or something or like you know he, really he said that I can make you look very stupid in this movie in this movie yeah Oof. I'm Oof. like I, I've seen like someone in particular on Twitter saying oh this isn't abuse I'm like and what in your what? mind is abuse if that if that isn't abuse like that's uh, very obviously like someone in power using their power mm-hmm. To like intimidate other people, you know. So and you know he has a he has a show that I think it's out already and uh, it is getting no kind of no kind of uh, publicity or anything like that. It's HBO drama and I think it's available now. Uh, yeah. Release date. Yeah, like well, episode one is on Sunday, and I don't think it's it's by him. He's a writer and he's the creator of the show. It's called The Nevers, and uh, yeah. This honestly, is I think HBO in general has been fi- having a hard time finding something that sticks other than, like, burying Succession right now. Like, what other, like, TV shows on HBO after Game of Thrones ended that have, like, kept people talking? Like, genuinely asking. Probably Euphoria. Euphoria. Yeah, Euphoria well, also. Yeah, Euphoria, Euphoria is kind too. of, like, in that group, too. But, yeah, like, yeah. other than that, like, after Game of Thrones, there hasn't been something that's, like, stuck. The, and, the, and by the way, new, when I yeah. when I say that group, I mean that group in 2018 because that Barry, Succession, and Euphoria all came out around the same time. Why mm-hmm. have they not marketed Succession better? Because Succession is the next Game of Thrones, but I have no. I think I have no idea. Honestly, I think it, Succession is kind of a hard sell in a lot of ways because it is just kind of like a family drama <laughs> at the end of the day you can't mm-hmm. like sell on spectacle like you could with game of thrones um and i think I, I think succession is way more popular than something like barry and i think um euphoria is like the teen drama kind of stuff so it's like euphoria the reason why i think it gets so much hype is because it's the teen drama but it's supposed to be mature teen drama so i feel like the like 
I feel like its target demographic is probably like 14 to 15. And I feel like those people, like when I was, if, if I was 14 and I was watching Euphoria, I'd be like, oh, I'm watching like mature. Like I'd be like excited and be like, I'm like different, you know? Uh, <laughs> I definitely think that's like where Euphoria finds a lot of its audience is there. Um, so definitely Succession is outside of Euphoria. I think Succession is definitely the most popular HBO show um, currently. But mm-hmm. I, I think it, I do think it's probably a tough sell and like trailers and stuff like that because you can't say it's like spectacle or a comedy, which is a, a comedy would be more accessible, even though I do think Succession probably do better <laughs> in, a, in like kind of the Barry vein because I do think e- both of them have like an equal amount of comedy, um, which is very weird to me. I've always complained about the Succession being considered a drama and Barry being considered a comedy. It's fucking weird. Um, Succession is a dramedy. I, I, and so is Barry. So I'm like, why do yeah. you have Barry and comedy at the Emmys and why do you have Succession and drama? Because I'm like, Barry would do so much better in the drama category because every year we have these huge comedies who are like ending like Shit's Creek and like stuff like that who take the awards and I'm like well Barry obviously deserved it over something like that like yeah. even though Shit's Creek is very good but I'm like Ronnie Lilly uh Dwayne knows what I'm talking about Ronnie Lilly a second episode uh an episode in the second season I'm like you can't tell me that wasn't the best directed like in the comedy category that year oh. and it lost and I'm like so I don't understand why we have it in comedy when it has the same amount as same amount of comedy as something like Succession very weird. I said the last 2019 <laughs> show, probably like Watchmen, and then that's it. I have no idea. Even Watchmen. Watchmen. Yeah, even Watchmen. I'm like, I don't think that like took off as much as it should have. Mm. I think it's because it was a one-off thing, and it's not yeah. like, it's you know, so no, you can't really get excited. I mean, you could, but you can't really get excited if like something is just done. And then you're like, oh, you will, you because like, okay, so like Barry, right? You mm-hmm. know, there's another season coming, or it's like, I mean, I know they're trying with all these Game of Thrones spinoffs and hot messes and stuff, but mm-hmm. people can only care so much. Like when I sometimes flick through my television, which is like once a month probably, but when I like flick through my cable and I'm like, and I, and I flick to AMC and they have like another rendition of The Walking Dead on it, it's like. <laughs> don't look back or you'll see the walking dead and i'm like what is going on and it's just it's it is just and then they have fear of the walking dead and then they have the walking dead and i'm like this is how you milk a cow like this is just you gotta know when to just stop so i i think with these with these kind of it's i i feel the same thing is gonna happen when stranger things is like when when it does finish but i think what netflix has that other services or even other you know channels like hbo whatever what they have is that they have a multiple of things that can be their their go-to show or even when you try new things that'll pop off like you know we're always hearing about a new series on netflix that has this amount of view like a queen's gambit or like uh or like bridgerton or something like that you know but then hbo they, they just keep trying to they're trying new things Especially with HBO Max, it's just like people are just not really caring. Well, I feel like HBO is different than um, than Netflix because Netflix is kind of like a binge um, yeah. thing. Right. Uh, so I do think people probably watch Netflix shows more often because with HBO, you have to wait for it weekly still. <laughs> um, unless it's an HBO Max show, but uh, there hasn't really been a lot of HBO Max shows so far. So, I think they need to work on like branding and marketing because yeah. Netflix is so good at that, you know, and it seems like 
HBO has all these great shows, but it's it's also coming from the fact I feel like do you remember when you were younger and the people who had HBO were like they're like oh like they must be rich because they have HBO type of thing. <laughs> yes. You know? Oh my god. Like right. Like nobody yeah. like had HBO. Like only it was a commodity. And like they're <laughs> even though I feel like HBO Max is making itself more like accessible to a wide range of audiences. But they're still coming off of that. This is like a rich upper class, um, like older category of stuff. Right? I, I get that 100%. Yes, 100%. I'm laughing because I literally used to go to like cousin's house. Like, oh my God, you guys have HBO? And they'd be like, oh yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. I used to be like, mom, how come we don't have HBO? They'd be like, shut the hell up, Dwayne. I don't have HBO. It's too expensive. I'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> that is, that is yeah. so funny that Kayla brought that up. Um, but it's, I mean, it's true. But... And, then, and then like now it's like, okay, you know, it's like more accessible. Here's HBO Max and you know, all that stuff and whatnot. And I guess you don't even need now with streaming, you don't need to have HBO attached to your, to your uh, cable service. You can just get whatever app mm-hmm. you're using yeah. and just go through it from there, whether it's like YouTube TV or PlayStation or something like that. So, yeah. All right. So I said the show is dedicated to questions so we can get into uh, questions. Is everybody excited? Yay. Right. Yay. Um, this first person here says, from Brazil. <gasps> Dang. Wow. How are you? Uh, this person here says, what needs to change at Warner Brothers? Oh, God. Probably because of the, <laughs> because of the uh, article from today and then Ray Fisher kind of talking about other racist things that they've done during the the filming of Justice League 2017. Uh, I just think there needs to be some new person at the top and just new people in charge because I think this is a disaster as far as what's going on. Uh, And the damage control when one of these articles come out is just laughably bad. When you got, like, Manda from the team is like, I know they're going to, like, announce some trailer or some casting today to get this kind of news to just kind of get buried. Uh, and they did. <laughs> uh, the <laughs> Batman, the long Halloween or something like that. They released that trailer or released some other some other news from their upcoming movies so that, you know, they can kind of get the spotlight off of what's been going on. And there's just so many instances where... They just don't know what's happening. I just don't get it. I just feel like a studio with this amount, like this is not like a, uh, like Annapurna has great films, but like if I heard this about Annapurna, I'm like, oh God, what's going on over there? You know, this is Warner Brothers. Like this is like probably the second or third biggest studio. I think the second under Disney. I thought exactly. I, I, I don't know how... It's this messy. I just don't get it. I'm like you, you. I mean, you just had Godzilla versus Kong over the weekend. It's revitalizing theaters and movie going experiences for audiences. It did really well. It's doing really well for a pandemic film. But then you go around. Then after that, you hear stories like this to where what? Ha- then what happened last week? They canceled. Uh, they canceled the trench. 
Honestly, yeah. God. But they canceled the trench wow, and they canceled the <laughs> <laughs> and they canceled uh, Ava DuVernay's New Gods and something. Mm-hmm. And I and that just goes to show that they just don't know how to what to do with this with this with the property that they have. This is a studio that has you have DC, you have uh, you have God. No, no, you have King Kong, you have uh, Harry Potter and stuff, and it's just. Each one of those is like a, there's messiness surrounding one of those IPs. I just don't get it. So, um, you guys have any thoughts on what needs to change at Warner Brothers? I have no clue. I think that this just is more than a Warner Brothers problem. I think this is an industry problem, and I don't think this mm. is an isolated issue. And um, you know, like the, let's just think about the big picture here. Joss Whedon has been working in Hollywood for decades with many different um, production companies, and um, I've known about Joss Whedon since middle school. I forgot about it a little, not because like I like support. I never supported him, but it was never brought back up, even though like these things were being said about him a decade before, you know, and he kept getting hired. So this just goes to show that, you know, it's not only Warner Brothers ignoring this issue and letting these type of directors come and abuse um, their power like this and be racist. It's, you know, all over the board that, I mean, Joss Whedon worked for Marvel. Did they say anything? No, mm-hmm. you know, and I would bet that this stuff is happening at places like Disney and other companies. Um, Disney's really good at PR, though. They they have a really good PR team. And if something like this happened, I'm sure they would pay somebody enough money to quiet down about it. So I, I think this just shows a broader issue happening that we're not being made aware of. Mm, interesting. I actually agree because I think yeah. I, I just can't imagine how all of a sudden he was just this horrible person on set. Like, you know, I, re- I they there's really nothing that comes out from that Avengers set. But I can't imagine the way he, you know, uh, I don't know. I just um, I mean, he did come and leave Disney pretty quietly. So I'm sure mm-hmm. there's stuff that happened behind the scenes that we of don't course. know about. So. Mm-hmm. Of course, of course. Do you have any thoughts? And none on, of the um... like Avengers cast really talks about him. The original <laughs> six, who so closely worked with him on the Avengers and Age Voltron, it was a very like it seemed like a very quiet exit. And nobody really talks about anything of those movies or him. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, agreed. So I um I don't know what that says and stuff, but I just think I I just don't know how um and I also don't know I don't also want to understand. Um, all this was happening, how it takes this long for stuff to come out about mm-hmm. it and whatnot, and how no one really spoke out then when it was happening and stuff. So it's just kind of disappointing that it is happening. But I mean, I don't know what the right. I I'm, I'm, I just hope that he does. He never gets any kind of thing after this, and <clears throat> maybe this was a good thing for uh, Ray Fisher to get to kind of put his career on the line for abuse happening on set and stuff. And, you know, a lot of the other casts have been quiet about Joss, but some people have, have come out. I know I saw the, uh, one of the writers for justice league was talking about um, how like Joss was forcing him to put like certain kind of lines for, for Ray Fisher in the movie. Um, 
one of my biggest issues and that's like it, it was basically he was talking about how he, he was like i didn't want to put in the booyah line that that ray fisher says because he was like of course you would expect a black hero to say something like booyah and stuff and he kept he was saying that he was pushed and pushed and pushed to put that in the script and then he finally just did it so he can like get so he can not be bothered by it anymore by jaws and then he he kind of revealed on twitter today that him and ray fisher had a had a, a problem with that when it came to jaws because it, it stemmed it felt like it stemmed from like racism with him and then that's part of my issues why i think it's so important not to put stuff like that in your scripts when you have a hero of color um because that's that's the vibe I got when I was watching Justice League and he and he says booyah. I'm like, what is going on? I I just it's really it's just really really weird how some uh, directors and writers who are not of color think about when they're writing these heroes of color. It's very annoying. So yeah. Um, okay, let's get into another question. More happy one, please. Jesus. <laughs> okay, this person here says. I saw that Kayla is on today and wanted to ask what is Kayla's favorite cosplay she's ever done and what cosplays does she want to do in the future? Oh my gosh. What? That's so <laughs> that's such a nice question. Oh my gosh. Ah, it's all right. it's all right. I I know. I've been I've been feeling so sad because we haven't gone to a convention in like a year and a half. So my cosplay drawer has gone untouched for a year and a half, and that's abnormal. Um I think my my favorite cosplay is both my Rose and Rose from Star Wars and Jin from Rogue One. Um, they're just a blast to play because I just love those characters so much. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they're a part of me. And when I put that costume on and I'm with everybody, especially my Rose one gets so much appreciation, especially after like all the bullying that that character and Kelly has gotten. Like people just really. Um, they take to my rose cosplay and i love that <laughs> so rose huh? i I'm, I'm trying to i was trying to scroll stop posting so much on instagram jesus christ <laughs> i'm trying to scroll to find it um yeah so the rose one and then he and then he asked uh uh what, what which cosplays do you want to do in the future oh gosh i haven't thought about i remember about you was that. talking about no. on the raya on the raya and the last dragon yes. you wanted to do that one yeah, that would have been really cool. I do yeah. want to buy. I've seen it at Disneyland. It costs like I think it costs like seventy dollars, and kids large fits me perfectly at Disneyland. So I will be buying that and taking it to the next convention. I just haven't. I also have in my drawer um, Cassandra Kane from Birds oh, of Prey. I have it. I just haven't worn it yet. I don't know. I haven't. It's been. It's been hard to still love cosplaying without conventions like i still love it yeah. but i just like going i like being with oh, my I people found the rose one hey, yeah. <laughs> i like this i like this silk one too the silk one is dope yes and i the, i barely um, got to wear that one that was new so i'm excited the to wear spider-man it yeah silk i know they're doing that movie um and yes. not soon that's um, so exciting so it'll be relevant when i wear it next time <laughs> <laughs> um i know i'm so excited to see i i've been saying for years that I, I'm so I listen, I love me some Peter Parker, but Spider-Man has other spider people. So mm-hmm. I want to see him. That's why I was so happy when Into the Spider-Verse came out. Um, but I wanna but we're finally getting the I know we're gonna get Miles at some point. Um I mean there's rumors that he'll be reintroduced in um in Spider-Man three. 
so I, I, I re- and then uh, one of my other favorite spider person is Silk, um, Asian American spider spider. Per- it's just really, it's a really cool story. She's actually in Homecoming. Um, Sweet how she's in home. One of the classmates is 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 her. I don't know. I never realized that. <laughs> yeah, let me see something. Give me a second. Who is the? Okay, so Spider Man Homecoming. It's like a. It's like, uh, you know that the the group that went to like uh, what was it DC or something. Mm-hmm. It was she. It was one of those one of those act actresses who is is and she was Asian, and uh, she was a part of. I was super oh, excited because when on they, the decathlon team, I know. Yeah, I, when they I, dropped I, the yeah. name. They dropped in it. She, she's not. She's she had not like a little be. cameo. Yeah, I think it's. That's I think it's cute. Cindy. I think it's. I think it's right here. Tiffany. Yeah, Cindy Moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was. Um, I was super excited because they they were like when they said her name, I was like, oh my god, this is Silk. So she's gonna be Silk. So <laughs> I, I don't know if she's gonna be. I doubt it. But um, I thought that it was it was cool. They 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 put the character in there, kind of like with the, with how they did with the Amazing Spider Man two. They would drop like certain Spider-Man characters, but so that you know down the line they'll be like the infamous character they play. So I mean I would love if, if they're gonna do if they're gonna introduce Silk, why not? I mean you already have her. Just yeah. just, just you know, just do it. Is the show gonna doing... be live action or animated? I think it's live action. No way. So oh it is, yeah. So I um I don't it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a it's a show? I thought it was yeah, a movie. I think it's a show on Amazon Prime. I don't know. I hope it's related to the MCU. Then it's doubted. Then if it's not, it's a it's gonna be a Sony property, right? So it's yeah, gonna be like I loosely just, related. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they're gonna cast her. She's probably they'll probably cast someone else. Then probably like a bigger name or something like that. Dumb. I wonder who. Um, I have no idea. I, actually, I did have someone. I forgot her name. Fuck. Anyway. Um. Okay. So. Uh. uh yeah. That'll be cool. So thanks for that question. Whoever that person was. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Another question before we go on break. It's another thing we do on the show here, Kayla. We just go on break. Okay. This is like class. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all you gotta do is all you gotta do is mute your mic and then a song will play, and that's it. Okay. Okay. This person here says can Black Widow open as big as Godzilla versus Kong? I think so because it comes yeah. out in July, and that's a that's like what three more months uh, mm-hmm. after Godzilla, and I think things will be a little bit more better as well. Uh, uh, so three months, so. we'll have more vaccinations. Also, it'll be a bigger gap in between Godzilla versus Kong, and I think the reason why Godzilla versus Kong made so much money is because people have been waiting to go to the theater to go see a big movie and Mm -hmm. with uh the three month gap it'll be another like good amount of time of waiting and i think people will be anxious again to go to the theater to go see a big movie so yeah yeah somebody was like uh somebody was like hey Dwayne, what about um mortal kombat i'm like listen all right (laughs) it's a big i'm a big fan of mortal kombat but it is not gonna it's not gonna break no records or anything like that it's it's uh it's I don't think I think I think their Mortal Kombat definitely still has a uphill battle to make with the with the stink of the well, first of all, video game movies in general, and also how bad the uh, other movies were. So yeah, luckily those movies were like long time ago, but still, um, 
yeah, I don't, I don't see it. It's doing the HBO Max thing as well. I, I don't think it's going to be that big of an opening. I was, talk, mm-hmm. I was like talking about Larry, talking to Larry about that because him and I were like, what's the next big opening that'll do this kind of number? I do think it'll be, no matter how much I say I don't care about the Black Widow movie because of delays and meh, but I, I think casuals um are still I mean, really the trailers really... keep doing amazing so right and i think mm-hmm. casuals are still really eager to get into a movie for an mcu film so i think it'll do really well um and stuff so i mean we'll I, see. Uh, I have one that might be like before that though i think which one i think spiral could get a good oh, amount yeah. of people I, to come to the theater i totally forgot about spiral mm-hmm. yeah people love the saw movies <laughs> yeah yeah and- i can definitely see that and then the horror the horror community has been waiting mm-hmm. for something bigger to come out in theaters uh lately so yeah i think there's i think there's a fair amount of upcoming movies that'll that'll just slowly get people regulated to go back into theaters again so i'm not worried after the godzilla versus kong number and after realizing that people could could have watched it at home and a lot of people still uh did the theater thing which when they announced this h4 max still that's like one of the things i was really really nervous about um but so i'm 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 excited to see that more and more like summer is going to look pretty good when it comes to theaters so that's Mm -hmm. exciting um, I think I don't know what I don't. Do they ever move Fast and Furious? I think that'll be a big, big one too. I as think well. Fast and Furious is twenty twenty two now. No more, no more Fast and Furious. <laughs> <laughs> Fast nine. I'm pretty F9? sure. Yeah. I think. Please. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Someone. I, I Fast and Furious nine was the first uh, was the first movie when all the Corona stuff happening. Uh, to jump into 2021 and then now i think mm-hmm. they also it's took just, the big jump june, into 2022 june 25th 2021 still oh really so, yeah and fast and furious 10 is next year due for next oh, year okay, okay. <laughs> the space one all right when we come back from break we're going to go through more questions everyone back in a moment yeah. Already back on the show here, Cinemania Live. My name is Dwayne once again, joined by my co-host Hannah and our guest today, Kayla. So we'll get into more questions here, uh, submitted in by you, the listeners. All right. Last big question here. This person here says, are you interested in the Loki series even though he's dead? Jesus. (laughs) Um... Listen, I, I, we were just talking about Black Widow, and she's dead. Before we, the movie's gonna do good, so I guess you know you could be interested in the character even though they're gone. I don't know why you'd kill him even though you'd, you'd give him a show, but 
I think Loki makes more sense, though, because of the time-traveling thing. Like, Black Widow is just, like, straight dead. Um, (laughs) That's what I'm saying, yeah. uh, Loki definitely did have that thing in Endgame where he took the Tesseract, so... It's not like they're, like, bringing him back. Well, they are, but, like, not, like... It's different, is what I'm just trying to say. (laughs) What if they do, like, bring him back, like, after the show's done, he's, like, Uh, back in the MCU? I'm kind of over it. I kind of want Loki (laughs) just to be, like... See, I would love if they keep Loki just, like, on Disney Plus and maybe do, like, multiple seasons of the show. I'd be fine with that, but, like, don't bring him back in the movies. Yeah. No. We're (laughs) done with that. But I don't know. I I was trying to stay positive because all the trailers look so good for the Marvel Studios um, series, Disney Plus series. But I am feeling a little bit like tired, you know, like fatigue. I just, yeah, fatigue. I just can't get to all this Marvel content and stay excited about it. You know, I don't know. that's interesting because. They had the year, they had like a year and some change off, right? Mm -hmm. But I do see, um, as far as with like some family members, like for instance, uh, who is one of my cousins? He always texts me because he listens to the show and he doesn't give two shits about like movies, but he just supports. And I, he's one of the people that I use as like a, uh, you know, the casual audience and stuff. What the locals think? Yeah, and I ask him. Hey, what you think about this 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 Wandavision? He's like, dude, I ain't watching no sitcom. I said, all right, fine. Then he's like, then I was like, hey, Falcon and Winter Soldiers, explosions and stuff, and action movie stuff. What are you thinking? He was like, dude, I, I'm, I don't want it. <laughs> the only the only superhero IP that he's looking forward to, and this goes to show how great of a trailer it is, is the Batman. The Batman! I knew it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's the only thing. He keeps asking me, is there any updates on like what's going on with the are they are they gonna like push it up? I'm like, what do you mean push it up? He was like, listen, I think it's bullshit that it's coming out in 2022. I was like, well, yeah. Now imagine if you're if you're <laughs> us and you gotta talk about it and hear about it all the time. And he's like, Well, I mean, whatever. I I I I I want I, I wish they they release it now. I'm like, well, you can't just release it now. It's not done. <laughs> he, he's like well, why not? They got a trailer out last year. And I said, well, yeah, but it was like 25% completed. And he's like, ah, this is confusing. That's and so he... insane to me still. Like, every time someone <laughs> says that, I'm like 25% of the movie done. And they made, like, maybe my favorite trailer of all time. It's insane. <laughs> but I just think it's interesting because I think that he... Oh, I, I've noticed some people consider Endgame as the the, the the ending. Like, that's it. So I actually, I've seen, it's not a lot. I'm not going to be like, oh, I've seen record amount. No, no. Because the numbers of these shows are still doing really well and all that stuff. But I've seen people who are, yeah, I'm fine, but I'll watch, I'm fine if I don't watch another Marvel thing after Endgame. Because Endgame had such a finality to it mm-hmm. that, I mean... It was the end of an era for like a group of, or like a group of people. What am I trying to say? Like a generation. That's what I'm trying to say. A generation is the end for a generation. This is for like the next generation. Um, Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see if that uh, it'll carry on to the next generation. Like, will will they like it as much as we did? You know, it's, it's really interesting because with Endgame, 
it was the ending for a lot of people who have been on this journey with Marvel, right? And like you just said, like a lot of people just kind of haven't been interested beyond Endgame. And we've seen that, we've seen people saying that even before Endgame came out, is that, yeah. you know, Endgame will be the end of them watching these movies because these characters that they've been attached to were like just like, that's the end all be all right <laughs> and um but with endgame 2 infinity war i think endgame and infinity war they brought in a lot of new fans too i mean even with like you're just talking about your cousin my i have two cousins who i know uh started watching the movies at infinity war and they've been you know hooked mm-hmm. ever since and mm-hmm. even with like the tiktok um with that kind of rising up on tiktok all the time i see new people starting the mc movies just because of how many people talk about it so I yeah. do think, you know, a lot of new fans are coming in. And I think that's probably what Marvel intended is, you know, the people that started with like Tony Stark and like the original six, that was the end of their story at Endgame. And now they are bringing in a lot of new fans um, to start, you know, kind of getting getting them attached to new characters, um, which I think is really cool. Mm. Yeah, I and even my my bo- you know you know what's crazy about that my boss after Endgame he was actually angry that they killed that they that they finished a lot of the main people's stories and he what? was like I remember yeah he was he was he was furious and he's like him and I my boss man him and I just argue about a lot of things and then um you know when I'm like when I'm in the group chat I'm talking about my boss did this and that and like Larry's like oh god you know Larry's like annoyed with him I'm like yeah I know you get it Larry but like uh my boss him and I have a relationship with him and I like I my mom was like no don't get yourself fired I'm like dude it's my boss like him and I are like 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 two brothers even though he's like he's like 39 or whatever but he we had a whole battle over lunch like when endgame like in 2019 like the, the summer when he's when i came back from comic-con and i was telling him the new slate and i was like yeah you got miss marvel captain marvel 2 you have thor love and thunder blade and he's like what and i was like yeah as a wandavision they announced uh they announced the eternals and he's like what the fuck is an eternal where's captain america like, dude he's done he's he's gone he's like nah, nah. why would they do that because like, the actor he's done and then he was angry at <laughs> iron man died he's angry he was angry that people are moving on the main people the main crew were was like moving on from the movies and black widow and all of them because he kind of that's all he knows my, my mother's the same way it's all they know of when it comes to mcu is Captain America, Iron Man, and like a Thor or something. Thor's still around, but I mean, I think some people, it's like this is all they know when it comes to the studio. And then when they learn that, you know, now you have to get the young Avengers. Like my boss cannot care less about a young Avenger. I'm, I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm like, hey, Miss <laughs> Marvel and Kate Bishop. And he's a, uh, and I'm like, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, you like the explosive stuff. And he's like, the pigeon and i said fuck uh uh wandavision you know scarlet witch and vision and he was like i thought vision's dead and i was like well yeah but you know she brought him back and he's like this is awful i i so i'm like oh man so maybe you're right (laughs) this is about bringing in new fans because like my mother like my boss my cousin they just like they're done so 
Um, I don't know. I don't know what and that When says. you think about it, like, when the MCU started and, like, the main six's story started, that was ten years ago. That was, like, my dad was, like, and is still, like, in his 20s when, <laughs> when the MCU started. So, yeah. and now he's, like, I, I, even me, it was, like, I was not even ten years old yet. It was, like, that was, like, a long time ago, and they had all this time with these characters, you know, then getting attached to these characters. So, it, it makes sense to, you know, people You think who... about it, I was, like, 13 when this shit started, It's too. Crazy, crazy, right? So, yeah, it's, like, it understandable like... when you think about it in that way, when it's, like, yeah, they were, like, they spent so much time with these characters, and their story ended, so why would they care beyond, you know, their, that ending? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I just um I do think the I do think that's just that's still a small audience of people who are yeah, like that. Yeah, I don't think it's because, like everyone at all. Yeah, I, I think the majority of everyone is still in with this universe. Um, but yeah, I, I just noticed that um how much when you have a a, a long career no a long tenure with a character, then all of a sudden they just they they vanish or whatever and they're done. It's like, well, who do I connect with next? And I'm like, well, I don't know. That's for you to decide and stuff. But I mean, yeah. And I'm telling my boss, I'm like, these characters can't. And he's like, well, who's going to be the new Iron Man? I said, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, I do. I mean, I don't know. Spider Man is is like the new fella. And he's like, who's the leader of the of the group? And I said, Lewis, I don't know. Doctor Strange. And he's, ugh. So I I don't know. I just think it's interesting how certain casuals view these movies and stuff. Because I think I think most of us, because even right now, like Kayla is like is like, eh. <laughs> so I'm like, oh I'm, boy. I'm just tired. Well, you know, I'm ready to move on. I'm completely ready to move on from these characters, <laughs> and I'm so excited for what's to come that I don't even want to look back on like Black Widow, Loki. Like, no, 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 no. Give me Eternals, you know, give me everything, exactly. right? Like, there's so much fun, good stuff coming up. We got Chloe Zhao directing. We have Mia DaCosta. Like, wh- what? You know, there's people of color. There's LGBT. Yeah, like, take those white men, leave them. Where I'm good on it, you know? <laughs> I, uh, listen period honestly um all right and i do all think right. people are probably feeling fatigued too because we did go that year and a half without mcu content but also they just laid everything on us at once and we've gotten think i mean agreed i think this year when it come when you think about it there's only going to be about like a month or two give or take without a new mcu thing mm. i still the think they should year. So I was, talking to, I was talking to Brett on Monday, Monday morning movies on Monday mornings, everyone. Anyway, I was talking to Brett and somebody was asking, could Loki be the best series? No. And I said, ah, no. Ah. And I was like, no. oh, well, listen, hey, 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 let's be nice here. Okay. Anyway, I was like, I, was like, I mean, it, it, I mean, if you compare it to Falcon and Winter Soldier, then WandaVision, I mean, it could. And then he was like, well, dude, there's still like three shows they got to do at the at this year still. I was like, no, they don't. And then I'm realizing, like, Miss Marvel, Marvel and Hawkeye, Hawkeye is set for 2021. Miss Marvel said, is going to be the best show. That's the one I'm most <laughs> um, looking forward listen, to because she's completely listen. new. And I love Miss Marvel. So I that's the think, one I'm looking forward to. I think Hawkeye has the potential to be the best show. Not even Yikes. joking. 
I, I'm sorry. I'm just saying. Listen, I I read what like what the show is going to be about because I, I don't read the comic books, but um, my dad has informed me. I think it sounds really interesting, and um, the directors on board are really good from what I know. And I don't know. I and I love Haley Seinfeld. So yeah. Well, you know what the last show was that you told me? Hey, I think it has a chance to be really good because of what the story is going to be about. This Falcon and Winter Soldier. Listen, I know. Falcon and Winter Soldier is good. So. <laughs> so is so is not good. It's just boring as hell. It's nothing's happening. Geeks, people are dancing. It's I don't know. Um. Anyway, okay. I like Falcon and Winter Soldier. So. I guess. Anyway. Um. <laughs> All right, we gotta hit this. But also, I am really excited for Miss Marvel. Yeah, that's that's the most that's the one out of everything because it's it's not like a oh hey Hawkeye, but here's a new character or Mon or Wandavision, but here's a new character. It's like this is a show where it's a new character, yeah, the, mm-hmm. at the forefront, and I'm super excited because um some of my, one of my favorite comic books to read from the last couple of years has been Miss Marvel. I started reading her comics maybe like two years ago. Um, I was on a high after Endgame, and I was just picking up a bunch of Marvel comics and IP, and I finally read Miss Marvel, and it's great. Um, say what you will. I mean, her powers are not as interesting, but I think that's I think I think I think because of how quirky the character is, it has a chance to be really good. Mm-hmm. So um, I guess we'll see. All right. I mean, they kind of have to like do some heavy lifting in that show because she's going to be in Captain Marvel too. So you got to get people on board, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and and that's that's Miss Marvel. It's what they she, they have to do what they did with Monica and Wandavision. Oh, they better, especially since, yeah, since, since, since it's her show. You know, it's not like Captain Marvel and and here's Miss Marvel's getting introduced. It's the show. It's Miss Marvel. Yeah. So if she's not like, if people aren't really connected to her by the, I think they will be. I think especially for little girls because, um, I think, I really do hope they have this show kind of maybe targeted towards. A like a younger audience for like girls. Yeah, that's what right. the there, teaser they, showed though. Like that in the MCU right now. Do you Say well? Well, I feel like like Spider Man. It's like a coming of age thing, and then mm-hmm. they're marketing Miss um, Marvel as a coming of age thing. Didn't don't you didn't you guys see the teaser? Yeah, yeah. She's like in yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what they should do because yeah. it's um. I think uh, a lot of people were a lot of people that were like angry about the whole direction when it came to Spider Man, but because what? of the Tobey Maguire one and Andrew Garfield, they legit forgot that he's a child. But anyway, <laughs> this Miss Marvel, I don't want them to go into the show and it's like serious and it's, uh, Falcon. Which, yeah. No, I need you to be be go full Hannah is what I'll say because <laughs> that's what the character calls for. And one of my biggest issues with Captain Marvel, and I know I'm going to get some like, oh, Dwayne, you nerd, or whatever. But listen, one of my biggest issues was that from after I read, I went and read the Captain Marvel comics after Infinity War because they ended it with her logo. And I said, oh, my God, yeah, I'm going to go read like 10 of her comics. And I did. And when I saw the character is like a grown up version of Miss Marvel. She's she's like she's a geek. And I just never got that vibe from from the from the Brie Larson uh, Captain Marvel. Maybe they would have gone for a different thing or something. Well, but I don't I never think they're going that. for a different thing, but she didn't know who she was in the movie, so yeah, I, I think I Captain just, Marvel yeah. two is definitely going to be more in that direction. But with the story that they're telling, with the story that they were telling in the first one, you, where would you have put that stuff in? Because she didn't even like know who she was. 
That's why I hate that storytelling. I don't like that story. It's at all. fine if you don't did, like the yeah. story. I was just saying, like, I don't <clears> think that the character isn't going to be that way. I just think with the story that they are telling in Captain Marvel, the first one, I they couldn't put it in there. It'd be it wouldn't have made sense. That's how they like marketed her though. And then so going forward, people who haven't read the comments like would see Captain Marvel as the person that they showed us. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I just hope I. That's why I'm looking for. That's why I'm so glad they completely rehauled the writing crew and just the directing as far as for Captain Marvel two, um, because I I think I think if anyone can bring that out is a is it's an Ida Costa and stuff and I that's what I that's what I that's what I would love to see um, in that movie and and that's what you know because I even liked what I even like I liked what they did and um, well even and they kind of just remove man I don't even want to bring up that I just I don't know what. Oh, it's just a weird. I just feel like you end the sh- you end the, the the movie, the last movie. the The only hope that everyone had was Captain Marvel and the logo, and even people who didn't even know what the logo was was like super excited because we have hope, and she's gonna come and save the day, and she does, and she vanishes, and I, I never understood why they did that and stuff as far as for the movie goes, especially I think it's the way they she filmed uh, Endgame before she filmed her own movie. So I'm sure they didn't want to like put anything in Endgame that would kind of like retcon anything in the first movie because I'm sure it probably wasn't even like being done like written yet by the t- when she was filming Endgame. Crazy, because I was like, yeah. you hype up. Because you got to remember that-, that they filmed Endgame and Infinity War back to back, so yeah. this would have been in 2017. Captain Marvel released in 2019. Which is just crazy how they that that was when they were doing the whole crazy release it how they were filming and even some of the some of the I remember Chris Evans was talking about how the the what they were trying to do as far as doing Infinity War and Endgame back to back was a big toll on his body. Um, the interview he did a couple of years ago, but um, yeah, it's that was when they were going crazy with the filming, and then they had all these other films uh, that were filming as well um and stuff at the same time so it's it's really I'm, I'm glad that now right now they have time they had some time to breathe to kind of maybe maybe put some more effort into some of the movies that they're that they're releasing right are, now i know eternals is done but are you yeah. seeing the people that they're hiring for the new movies though that's why i'm super excited mm-hmm. because i'm like i'm like now it, it just feel it does you know listen the mcu is successful Pearl yeah the M- out and we're seeing the like it, things change and i'm like this is amazing the MCU, right? Although with it being successful, at one at some point, which is why I do understand when people are like I'm burnt out, is just like at some point when 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 you like think about how some certain like a 2017, what they had like three or four movies come out at that at that that year. Or 2018 was the first time they did three, I believe. And then like 2018 wasn't it? It was like it was like three in 2018, and then when you think about all of that, I'm like. Well, I can totally see if someone's burnt out because, I mean, I don't think these movies need to be that rushed mm-hmm. as far as the release schedule. I mean, what's the rush, really? Um, that's why I'm glad that now it feels like these movies will have some more effort put behind them because now you're now they're actually hiring these big kind of cinematographers and, and stuff like that and DPs. And now I'm like, oh, okay, so there's, they're putting some some oomph into that Hiring movie or something directors too like we're gonna have more representation behind the camera um it seems like yeah, feige has said this for like a while now that the future of the mcu is female and i'm like well we're actually saying it now 
Um, we have yeah. so many female directors and, you know, female directors of color mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> behind the camera. Um, so, yeah, it's it's really exciting. It is. Star yeah. Wars needs to keep up a little bit. They're not, you know, <laughs> they're, they're, they're not. They're going down the right road. They did hire Patty Jenkins. Um, the- we do have Taika Waititi now. It's like um, not so, enough for me though. Like when when Marvel it's has all this, definitely not enough. But like it's taking the right steps. I guess <laughs> is what I'm saying. Yeah, because that's what happens when things don't work out. You do the right. I'm not yeah. saying things don't work out. Didn't work out for Marvel, but it was having a lot of the same. A lot of the the movies were having the same kind of feel to mm-hmm. it um, and look. And I'm just like I'm bored. But that's why I appreciate Wandavision so much because even if you didn't like the first three episodes or you didn't it didn't hit for you, you didn't get your X Men at the end of it or whatever. I just like that they took that chance to just do something different and stuff. And that's why I'm super excited for Loki. And then going back to super soldiers and wings, and I'm like, oh god, this is boring again. But um, I I. I this person here as actually has a question similar to what we're talking about. Um, it said, sub fam Marvel is getting incredible cinematographers for their movies and TV shows in phase four. Even black widow looks great. Yeah. You think <laughs> they finally heard the criticisms regarding the look of their properties? I hope. I think so. I, I mean, think so. I think the TV shows are enough to say yes, because they finally fixed the awful color grading. Uh, <laughs> the TV shows don't look gray. Uh, WandaVision and Loki and Falcon or Soldier have tons of color, uh, and, and it all looks like saturated. It looks great. Um, and then also with the new uh, Phase Four movies, they've just been hiring like incredible cinematographers. Mm-hmm. Yes, I would agree. I would think so. I think. Listen, when I um, when you go back, I think Black Widow looks like a great like espionage kind of movie. Mm-hmm. Um. I just don't care anymore because it's like been forever. I know. But, um, I feel the same. I, th- I just think it looks. I think it. I do. I do think it looks good though. Yeah, Black um, Widow was like the first like trailer that they released in a while. Where you know, even before the pandemic, um, I think I probably did say this when we first reacted to the trailer. Um, but Black like Widow like four looked, years ago. Yeah, Black Widow really does look like really, really nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, there's a moment. There's a moment that opens in this. I think, I think trailer two. Even though this is called trailer, no, this this one was just called new trailer. <laughs> but yeah. I think in like trailer two, there was like this opening shot, and it was like water, and I was oh, like, "Ooh, yeah, yeah. that looks good." And Even stuff. with like and, uh, the stuff in the red room, looks really cool. Um, and then they had that shot that they use in like all the trailers of Natasha walking across this like kind of like concrete place, and there's like birds everywhere. Uh, that looks really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think I think stuff. I think I think yeah, maybe they did. I don't think they, I don't, listen, I'm going to be honest. I don't think they, they look at reactions as much as like a WB does. So quite frank, I think it was just a, hey, let's just switch it up a little bit. I honest to God, I don't think Marvel's out here reading tweets. I'm sorry. I just don't think, I don't think it's <laughs> happening. They got better things to worry about and stuff. Um, all right. So uh, let's go to another question. This person here says, when are we finally going to get a Cinemania World YouTube? I would love to see you all together live. Listen, it ain't happening. First of all, I lost a tooth. I lost a tooth. All right. On YouTube. Did you hear about that? No, I didn't hear about this. This is crazy. I was guest appearing on Larry's channel, and right before we we went live, my front my front fill in that I have, um, because because of a chip tooth that I've gotten when I was little, it just fell out. (gasps) 
Oh my just god! Hell. Nothing. I was baffled, and then, <laughs> and then I'm like, I, I, it was a live stream. I, I couldn't be like Larry. I got to get out of here. You, I just did the show. It's right there in 4K. It's See, this, me. This wouldn't have been a problem if it was just um not recording you know instead of so i'm saying face. you see how you see how you guys don't know what i'm wearing or looking like right now during this <laughs> mi- you know behind this microphone that's why i love podcasting because i know i know hannah i'd be like a t-shirt and her hair is a disaster and she'd be well. recording because <laughs> it was actually one time when i was like hannah we're gonna be on video he's like oh my god we're gonna be on video <laughs> so i was yeah. like no i'm just i'm just joking hannah and she was like huh all right <laughs> so I just no, I'm not doing YouTube. It's just too much. It's just we talked about. I think Hannah and I talked about this a while ago. Just like the the how much you the just stuff that people YouTubers go through, and I don't have the time. I'm sorry. Film but. YouTubers are all like not like all of them. Not all. They're just they they. It always reminds me of those Star Wars white bearded film YouTubers who are just like racist and sexist. Like I don't know when I see somebody s- sitting in in their room with like film stuff in the background talking about movies, I get a fight or flight response. So. <laughs> it's true. No, film YouTube is so clicky. Like that's like. Yeah, you gotta have it's 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 uh you either have to have posters, Funko Pops, (laughs) or like hot toys. This isn't paid to anyone, but I don't have the funds to be (laughs) dropping. Listen, no disrespect to all my my wonderful friends who are YouTubers, but what in God's name am I gonna do buying a thousand Funko Pops to just put them up on the wall without taking them out the box? (laughs) I never understood that. I I never understood that. I'm a I, I collect my movies and that's about it. But like, yeah, you either gotta be in front of a Blu ray collection, posters. Funko Pops, Hot Toys, stuffed animals, something. It's you just, listen, that? if you want me to be on YouTube, I'm going to be, listen, I mean, you've seen it on Larry's channel. I am in front of a wall. That's all. That's it. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't got time for all that. I don't got no fucking posters and this, that, and the third and toys and come on. You, you know what, though? YouTube. I don't know if you feel the same way or not, Kayla, but, um, or if you do the same thing, but the amount of media about film that i consumed that um that has no like women involved uh Mm -hmm. i do not i rarely watch any of it genuinely like like, i can't remember the last time i watched like a guy review a movie yeah i don't i don't either and i feel like youtube um film reviewers are saturated with men reviewers that are really really popular and you know Mm. i will not venture that route you know it just doesn't make sense (laughs) to me that these white men with like no good point of views are so popular and i don't see any i don't see many women you know in that that type with that type of popularity on film youtube so why would i go there one woman who does have that's what i was gonna say there's one is i i I can't believe that I have to explain this to so many people because when I do get into kind of like arguments on Twitter with, you know, men over sexism, uh, they'll go, well, 
blank uh is fine with it or blank brings up or whatever stuff like that they always bring up her for whatever reason and i'm like well she doesn't speak for all women thank you very much oh my uh, god <laughs> she isn't the same voice that. for women in oh. the film space like hello <laughs> i hate that so much like when i have to when i literally have have geeks in my dm when i said listen i don't want to watch the falcon and winter soldier quite frank because i, I see what they're doing here and it's the cop scene in the episode was forced and it was a disaster and i don't want to do it and then some nerd would like send me a private dm was like hey well my friend liked it he's black no great good for him i'm happy for him i didn't like what i I don't i don't i never understood that because one person does that means y'all did what is going on stop putting us in a box where like we all have to we all think the same way black people people of color do not all think the same way we still have our own our own voices you geeks sorry Oh right, my anyway. god, that is awful. And I'm it, sorry you got that DM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I blocked him, and then he sent another. He sent he sent like what? another DM from like some other account saying, "Why'd you block me?" And I said, "Cause you're a geek." Why you <laughs> know? What That's the hell is going? <laughs> what the hell is going on here? Good. Anyway, um, all right. What do you think about a YouTube channel, Hannah? Sorry, I'm busy. I just, I'm trying to stall. Um. I mean, I don't think we need one. <laughs> That's it. I just don't <laughs> think we need one. Um, I think that we do fine with the podcast medium. Um, and I think, you know, I don't understand what, like, seeing us will do that's, like, different than something like a bonfire, you know? Yeah. yeah I, I do get I do get people saying, like, this, he also had, like, he this person also said, um... I would love to see you all talk together live. I don't think, I think, um, listen, I, I think it's just the, the idea of just seeing people that you hear talk, talk about certain things all the time. Be, like, I think, I think there's like a certain kind of like, oh, cool. I get to actually see them speak. Cause I do, I, I want a panel like a, now that we're now now that we're bigger, I want a panel again down the road and it's like more of us than the first time we did a panel at boston comic-con uh we did a panel at boston comic-con and i was like listen I, no one's gonna come we i was telling alex and i was telling christina i was like there's gonna be like one person it's gonna be alex's cousin that's gonna, be, <laughs> that's gonna come to this thing and it was right after san diego comic-con and i was like we're not uh we're not one of those channels that has a bunch of subs and stuff like we just it was like it was like after our first year of starting i'm like there's no way that people are gonna come and like 25 people showed up oh. i have no idea why but i was befuddled and the show the the people at at fan expo boston they're like well, you guys gonna start and i was like oh uh yeah and then we just we started the show and um people stayed and they listened and they laughed and i was befuddled i think i just think there's a novelty to like seeing people in person and seeing people actually re like react and have i think that's why youtube channels are big because you know actually seeing people react to that stuff but it's just it, it can't be me unless i get paid for this and i don't yet yeah so. you'd have to hire like a video person and the resources yeah. we'd all have to get the resources to find a way to have nice cameras and like have a nice background 
it's it's money it's money people um so much yeah i I can't do all that and then i already do everything like this all this stuff is a lot Mm -hmm. and you want me to edit Dwayne does a lot yeah it would also (laughs) be like kind of limiting to like how many shows we could do because Dwayne does a lot of the podcasts at his job i know i i don't have like the time every day to like get ready set a camera up and like set everything up to you know be presentable for a camera so podcasting is just like a way of like you just really open your laptop plug in a microphone and you're like ready to go you can do it wherever whenever exactly exactly and honestly when the i probably would have had to limit my shows but my boss that's what i mean my the boss that I told you that I argue with all the time. He was like, when when this pandemic started and I had to change my shift around because I used to get off. I used to do all my shows at home because I got off at like three o'clock and you know I had the rest of the night or evening or whatever to plan out a show and stuff. But ever since when the pandemic started, like you know one of our one of our coworkers went down. They didn't die. They just quit and stuff. <laughs> so um, I had to do more. Of, I had to be on the afternoon shift so what if it wasn't for my boss who was like you can do your shows here um yeah we probably would have been at like two shows a week but now i think about it we have like shows like every almost every day quite frank yeah maybe like every other day is like a show you're insane Dwayne. i don't know how you do it but i'm so appreciative of you and you do so much work so shout out to you I appreciate that, Kayla. Thank you very much. See, if Hannah would say something like this. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I appreciate it. Dwayne um, acting uh, like we don't have these conversations where I just praise him. What? And then, uh... Listen, listen. The other day, we definitely did text, and I said, I'm so appreciative of you. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have these in 4K. <laughs> <laughs> um... No, so and, and then so with that, people are like, "Oh, edit video." So I'm like, "Absolutely not! I just I can't." So uh, unless I unless I completely quit my job and I start this and I get paid for it, then sure. But um, yeah, and then somebody, one of my other friends, was like, um, "Are you guys doing a panel again?" I'm like, "Well, I, I would love to," um, and stuff. And listen, we also live away from each other. You know, I met I met Kayla in San Diego Comic Con. <laughs> Kayla is in Kayla is in California. Across the country. <laughs> I am across literally I am in a straight line across the globe on the East Coast. <laughs> Hannah's in what uh, Chicago and Larry's in like Denver and Tyler's in Baltimore. I know everyone's location is ridiculous. K- Manda's in Canada and Brett's in Canada. There's just too much kind of locations. So if you want like a live thing with all of us together, it would have to be like at like a Comic Con or something, you know, or like uh something else, wherever where we all meet up and because we're not together. So you ever think watching, about like, how this could have happened like last year? Yes. Uh, stop. Going to stop. I know. I was so excited <laughs> to see you guys. I know. I was going to. I, and then I, I always always like I always, when I get like invited to do like interviews and they're like how did you meet everyone I'm like literally by accident <laughs> and they'd be like well, what do you mean I'm yeah. like, okay here here's one 
I was in the press line with Alex and Christina, and then and 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 then some nerd was like, "What do you guys do?" And it was Kayla. And I was like, oh, hey. <laughs> so we're the only like, young how... people in the press line. So <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, everyone yeah. was like fucking ancient. Everyone else was like, oh, "Yeah, what hell? like what's going on here?" So, um, Zach Pope was also he, him and I met at a schmodown event uh movie trivia showdown event from collider uh him and i met there with alex that was cool uh and then hannah was a suggested people that you may know on twitter and that's that and and then everywhere literally when every time i go on one of those interviews and someone wants to talk to me about like how this all started i'm like everyone i met it was by accident i'm just it was larry's accident tyler accident as Alex, the biggest one, my bestie, his accident. He turned around. He was he was being nosy when I was in when I was in one of the press lines. <laughs> uh, it was for the Dark Tower. Remember that shit, you know that movie with Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey. Oh yeah, uh, it's we like were, a Stephen we were, King book. Just off, smile and but... nod. Just smile and nod. <laughs> <laughs> we were in that. We were in that that line. And then I was talking to my friend that I was with because I invited him. And then Alex just turned around and started talking with us. And I said, dude, can I help you? <laughs> and, now he's my be- and now he's my best friend. So there you go. So everything's by accident. I um, say it all the time that I would literally not be in any of this like space or know anyone if it weren't for doing. Literally. Like I was not even thinking about doing podcasts or like anything like that. I was a little weirdo on film Twitter, like trying to get into film Twitter, really. And Dwayne was like, hey, I know you like calling me her name. Want to be in a review? And I was like, sure. <laughs> That's how it started. That's how everything starts. And it's crazy. Now I get like headaches from like Hannah. I'm like, all <laughs> oh, this could have been avoided, Dwayne. And then... <laughs> it took and... one review and I haven't left since. Yeah, seriously. Jesus. Yeah. And you guys fight like an old married couple. It's true. <laughs> it's awful. And then Kayla was the same thing. It was like we met and then um, you know, and then I was just like, Kayla, come on. So I think you did the show right after Comic Con. Yeah. Like Immediately yeah, after. It, I was surprised that I It didn't... was like right after. And then um yeah. All I that, wonder what show sh- that was. I don't even know what show it was. It was, was it I, it's in the archive. It's in the archives. Know. Everything is in the archives. <laughs> Hannah's first show was in the archive. If you go to Podbean and type "Call Me by Your Name," there it is. Um, sounding all nervous and whatnot. Now she just comes on here and talks our shit. <laughs> and then Kayla, Kayla's first show. It was a Cinemania World show, and it was about Comic Con. Oh yeah, it was okay. Um, let me type in Comic Con on Podbean. It was like our little up. like what happened at Comic Con and our experiences. I think that was fun. Yep, yep, yeah, yeah. And then it was like, I think that was that's when. I actually remember that episode vividly. Hannah was in a funk. She's in a mood. Oh yeah, I, that was I like the was like Comic Con that you're talking about. Yeah, I was fasting. Um, that's the Comic Con that you're talking about. That one. Yeah. Oh my I god! It, oh my god! It was, wasn't it? Yeah, that's. <gasps> I totally remember I that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was gonna see. say because I thought you were talking about the year prior to that uh, Comic Con. No, and I was no. like, I remember Kayla covered Comic Con with us in 2019. That was it. That was oh here it is. I didn't know that. Here it is. Um July twenty-third. Yeah, July twenty-third, twenty nineteen, Cinemania World episode forty-nine. 
Marvel owns Hall H, TIFF lineup announced, and more. And it says Dwayne, Alex, Hannah, and special guest Kayla from the Sheet 3PO podcast. Oh, that's it. 49. So what episode are we on now? Are you on? Well, <laughs> listen, the Cinemania World Show is like their, its own little bundle of episodes. So right now it's at episode 90. But I will say, I think around this time we had about 200 episodes up. This is kind of embarrassing to say because I literally have no life. But right now we have 545 episodes up. Wow. So, Wow. That's amazing. I love it. It's a lot. So listen, if you want to listen to everyone's first show, my first show, I you know my first show was I reviewed the trailer for Halloween 2018. That's very you. Yeah. And it was just me on my on my Marshall's microphone that was like fifteen (laughs) dollars. It was was horrible. I listen to it all the time. I'm like, this is terrible, Dwayne. What what were you thinking? Um, but it's there if you're on Podbean and you, and you just search something. If you want to listen to this show, um, episode 49, um, Kayla's first show, Hannah's like probably like fifth show or something like that. Yeah. Um, it's in the archive. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll link it to when, the episode if you really. When we when you do the next Halloween, you have to put a snippet from your first Halloween <laughs> episode. Horrible. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> so, I don't want to talk about it. That microphone was so garbage i just it was it was so bad now when you think about it it was just man all right everyone that is it for today's episode of cinemania live i want to thank you guys all for sending in your questions if we didn't get to your question have no fear Anna and i will be here on friday to review Dwayne, oh, Fucking... i just need you to stop watching the show at this point <laughs> <sighs> anyway um, thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. I'll go around and get with social media to start with Hannah. Let everyone know they can follow you. At rejected Hannah on Twitter. Still banned, huh? Yep. Still <laughs> still suspended because of a Grace Randolph <laughs> fanboy. It's ridiculous. Um, all right. And special guest for today, Kayla. Let everyone know they can follow you. At Kayla, K-A-I-L-A underscore Ren. And check out my podcast, Horror in Session. Yes, it's a great podcast, everyone. <laughs> I highly recommend. It's really, really good. Thank you. Great chemistry on that pod. Um, all right, everyone. Oh, also check out Hannah's podcast. She has one of those. Oh yeah, I always forget to plug it. Robert Podcaston. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Me and Kenzie, <laughs> we talk all things Art Pattinson over there. <laughs> I'm gonna tell Kenzie how 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 much you don't plug your own show. <laughs> I, the reason why I don't is because it's not like a weekly podcast. We do kind of episodes whenever. We feel like it. <laughs> right, right. And, well, and because, those are great. It's a it's limited episodes, too, because there's only so many, many movies we can talk about. And, of course, we're leading up to the Batman, so. What happens if Robert Pattinson just says, I'm, I'm retired? I'm <laughs> That'd be well, embarrassing guys, for us. <laughs> you guys should do a Pedro Pascal stint or something L- like listen, that. Listen, we have other podcast ideas to do after Robert Pascal. There you go. You see? We have a lot. We, Listen, I get paid I'll give by a, the hour. I'm I'll say this. I'll say this. We have an internet boyfriends idea. So, Ooh. <laughs> see now you lost me. Here. Get me on the Steven <laughs> Yun one. Please. Oh my god, literally, Kayla! I swear to God, in my like five actors that I picked out, I picked out Steven Yun. So, is- yep. Oh my I god, we'll I have to it. have you. 
<laughs> What's happening? Anyway, um, all right, everyone, that is it. Uh, it's also a great podcast from Hannah and Kenzie. Even I did listen to the Lighthouse one. I know you think I wouldn't. But I did. <laughs> it was awful. I, I think I mentioned movie. you in it. It was awful. I hate the movie so. <laughs> but thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Hannah. That was Kayla. Talk to you guys soon. Bye bye.